great day to be alive as always. I'm, uh, first of all, just to, not just to, uh, you know, avoid skipping over it. What, what specifically am I, am I grateful for? Uh, I'll take the ability to, to walk. The fact that I have emotion. I have intuition and intellect. Ability to move my fingers. I'm extremely grateful for the skill sets I've been developing in and how much I've improved in communication. My eyebrows, the fact that I could feel and move facial muscles, that I'm present. The fact that I get to breathe and eat. I like eating. Yum. Just decided to document where I'm at. Moment heading east. I've been doing a lot of west side activities, if you will. I've been on the west side for the majority of last month. And a half month month and a half doing a lot of work out there on the east on the west side finally heading back to east and I say finally but really it was nothing that was moving me this direction until I'm actually heading this way uh, it feels extremely peaceful as always going to Miami Florida the roads are clear it's, uh, it's 2 o'clock, so that's obviously a major reason in the morning, 2 o'clock in the morning. And, uh, I've noticed this is when I'm mainly alive, when I'm, when I'm most productive mentally, if you will. I don't know what I'm talking about, but uh, I just, honestly, I just love being up at this time. Currently changing, and just going through some cycles, if you will. <laughs> Sounds like a woman's menstrual, but uh, transitions, you know, doing a lot of east or now west coast, a lot of time zone changes, and really figuring out how can I be productive in my day-to-day life in order for me to accomplish all things that I have in front of me. Uh, two scheduled calls, one for Monday, a vital decision that's been made actually since 2015, but uh, since 2015 this decision was made, I was just not in a position to move forward and take the actions necessary, but with time, I've uh, positioned myself to to invest in a specific vehicle that will make all the difference, I believe, five, ten, I mean, it's definitely a long-term vehicle, but I also like to think of, uh, I didn't do it, and I've lived the life of not investing, and it's not one that I'm willing to risk or even want to experience at an older age. I have a, I came from a family, a background of a family, you know, my background's a 
like many others, you know, grew up in a household that provided what was necessary. There was no abundance of materialistic things. There wasn't an abundance of positivity, if you will, or education or condoning education, but there was a abundance of, of real right so at a young age I had a chance to get to know what life's really about or a specific way life could be elevated to a point where I could look at myself in a mirror and smile and well, actually this was prior to this recording I've been able to do that for some time now the next level of elevation is I've actually been smiling often without a mirror I've noticed that I have a serious aura about myself and as I acknowledge it, right? as I acknowledge it, I get a, I'm bringing awareness to things that are so obvious, yet, again, if it's not acknowledged, it sometimes could be ignored. We just allow it to become a thought or stay within a thought. We play mental ping pong with thoughts that we know we got to either adjust, you know, facts, of things that we know we gotta adjust yet we don't do it so documenting is one of the ways that I've been able to learn about myself and acknowledge bring awareness bring myself bring awareness to myself on on areas where I could improve and also acknowledge mother roses if you will on on areas that that I'm I've developed in you know it's a uh, one of the most powerful things I think could have happened in my in my journey is, is having a mentor and not just having a mentor but the kind of mentors that I was positioned to be partnered with and I'm extremely grateful for it because for this reason I'm extremely grateful for the reason for this reason especially Aaron Wilson he invested time into hearing me out, if you will, and asking me quality questions and allowing me to answer them, right? He'd dig deep, he'd find out what the issue was and ask me questions. And in him doing that, I was able to, see, I didn't see it at the time, but in retrospect, I realized that's what, that's what has, that's what have made, that's what have made all the difference. It's the questions uh, Aaron Wilson would ask me. Uh, you know, I'd come to him with a problem, 
I don't want to necessarily bring up a topic at this time. I just don't feel like talking about that now. But uh, yeah, the, the whole the whole point of me mentioning that is you know having a quality mentor is is, is a person that allows you to develop to figure out what the problem is and also figure it out. Intuition, trusting your own judgment, and also uh, another shout out to Robert Kiyosaki for acknowledging that we've been taught that the only way to succeed is is to be correct, and he pretty much let it be known that it's okay to fail. In fact, one of the greatest ways to move forward is by failing as long as you learn from it, and it really shifted my mind when it came to failing. I've, I've, I've multiplied my failures infinitely in many areas since, since I've gotten that lesson. And I'll be honest, it wasn't, that wasn't the first time I've heard it, but listening to Robert Kiyosaki at that point, it was perfect timing for me to actually implement it and begin failing often. Because of it, I've been able to build mentally, sharp, I'm focused a lot more than I've ever been. I have more clarity in where I'm going. I'm extremely grateful for the clarity and vision and just confidence, in, just confident in, in the results, I'm understanding the process. And, and Gary Vaynerchuk would be the one I can give credit to in this is uh, it's enjoying the process enjoying the process uh, that's vital if, if you ask me is you know in order, in order to succeed in, in anything you have to enjoy the process and I can say this from experiences because success doesn't come overnight so let's just say that success takes two to five years which is a solid time frame for me to, I've already implemented a good five years mentally. I've already, see, when I first got into business, first business that I started, I didn't really factor in time. And one of the things that I realized is setting yourself up mentally is vital when it comes to business or anything in life, success, um, any results that you seek, whether it's health goals, relational goals, personal growth goals, whatever it may be, is setting yourself up right. You know, I could talk from my experience, but I've noticed that I, I, I was conditioned to, conditioned or inherently, whatever the fuck case it is, I just wanted results immediately. I had no delayed gratification genes in me at the time, if you will. It was all about instant gratification and What I found is that's the ultimate pill for failure because you don't allow yourself to grow. You don't allow time to, to play itself out and you don't give yourself enough time to develop in any asset class or any, uh, you don't allow time or time to play its part. You don't allow the results to kick in. And the only way for that to happen is, is time, is for you to develop habits that will carry over and and yield the results that we want 
right? We're creatures of habits. You know, we're creatures of habits. Understanding that could make all the difference. Understanding that we're creatures of habits because now the game, it's, it's game on as long as you understand that. Because now we have the choice of creating habits that allow us to win, right? Creating habits that allow us to win. And if, if, we, if we're not aware of yeah, it's all about awareness. Self-awareness is a major, major key, and, and being able to progress forward is is becoming aware of things that we do consistently, right? Whether good or bad. Because once we, you know, at that point, once we realize that, oh shit, I've been doing this for, you know, five years, ten years, three years, a year straight, without putting much thought into it, we realize, wow, I've, I've been very effective doing this. There's not much thought going behind this action. And that's the ultimate leverage when you realize that, depending on how you look at it, because it's like, it's like taxes. They say, you know, taxes could either work for you or against you, right? Um, I've heard this saying multiple times. Uh, there's no such thing as good or bad news. It's, it's all about position. And it ties into what I'm talking about in taxes and and habits. Right? Because taxes may be a burden to the masses, but it's, a, it's an asset to someone else. It's a matter of position. I give this, this analogy I read in a book to people often. I, I tell them this because it's impacted... The way I look at, at things ties into the whole position. It's not about good or bad news. It's all about position. It's you know if you can be a a consumer of gas and if gas is going for ten dollars a gallon, you know I, I like to ask: Is that good or bad news? And it really depends, right? It depends. If you're the one selling the gas, that's amazing news but if you're consuming it's not so good news same thing with taxes it's about position if you understand how to have the taxes work for you it's good news if you don't it's bad news and same goes with your habits habits if you don't understand that we're creatures of habits uh, you're not in the best position because now you're operating out of habit and these habits, don't get me wrong, there are people that are not 100% aware of habits working for them, but they were raised with good foundations that allowed these subconscious habits to work for them, the environmental habits that they had with other humans surrounding them that created results conducive to growth automatically without them trying. They're still not aware of the way they operate. And habits, they could either work for you or against you. And like I was saying, there's people that were raised around homes where habits were someone already 
someone who was already conscious of, of this habit thing, of us being creatures of habits, and they, they, they passed that knowledge, that legacy, that awareness to their kids and kids' kids, and it manifests. Whereas the opposite is true as well. There's some families that are not aware of it, and because of them not being aware of it, same thing happens. You know, they don't they don't have awareness of it, so there's no way they can pass any of the understanding or knowledge over to their kids. Yeah, habits could work for you or against you. And once you understand this, now it's our duty. You know, let's. It's not just becoming aware of it or understanding it now we have to take action right is is digging deep and becoming self-aware kind of like what i was talking about earlier is becoming self-aware on these habits you know we start asking ourselves what are things that we've been doing consistently every day and asking quality questions like are these habits conducive to growth or are they hurting me and you know the natural thing to do would be trying to find out which try to take an inventory on all of the habits that are destroying us and trying to fix it at once if you will but that's a bad approach um, I recommend writing as many things possible if not documenting in form of audio recording yourself observe yourself there's so many ways to to see what your habits are like or simply taking mental notes if you're consciously thinking about this if you're consciously asking yourself you know what do I do every day Uh, yeah you can definitely gain results that way but I, I believe the ultimate way to to leverage this exercise is by asking you know asking yourself how are these habits helping me and if they aren't, making sure to to replace it. In fact, this is something I was literally my co-driver and I were having a, a talk on this, and he gave the most powerful analogy that's worth sharing. He gave an analogy on on habits being like armor it's like he used the the example of uh, not smoking and removing that habit for example not not smoking if you will is like having a full body armor and By not smoking, you you're removing a piece of your body armor, and rather than feeling uncomfortable, if you will, by not having a, a habit to replace it, you choose to go back to that habit because it's better than being unarmed. But if you if you already had another piece of armor ready to replace it, if you've already thought of some 
habits to replace your smoking habit or or any habit that's not conducive to growth if you've already thought consciously of hey what am i going to replace my time with you won't have to experience the going back to what feels comfortable yet really isn't conducive to growth that makes sense um, yeah, I wouldn't be able to verbatimly share how the, how the analogy was shared, but yeah, it was extremely powerful uh, and it makes sense. It makes sense. So if anything, if you, if you can get any lesson from this talk, it would be just understand that we're creatures of habits and it does take time to replace habits, uh, take an inventory of, of actions that we take, you know, ask ourselves, are they conducive to growth? If not, find out which ones aren't. And if you take the time to write them down in paper, you could actually eliminate, say if we found 10, you could eliminate eight, seven, eight, a good percent, maybe 80% of the habits by digging deep, if you will. There's some habits that could be replaced by doing something else, if you will don't have a, an exact example but I can come up with one there's no rush example that comes to mind is smoking let's say if you are in the if you have a habit of smoking well, first thing is finding out becoming aware that that's a habit that you want to change ask yourself is it conducive to growth or not if it isn't, and say, okay, so I understand that I smoke between 3 to 310, 4 to 415, 6 to 630, and 9 to 915. So these are things that inventory on and you ask yourself what will I do at those times and once you find what that is it could be eat some almonds it could be do 20 push-ups it could be It could be count your money. It could be express gratitude. There's so many things. There's no cookie-cut way to approach life. I'm simply sharing ideas or new ways to approach. And my disclaimer is I am by far I'm not, I believe the right phrase is by no stretch of the, no, by no stretch of the imagination. I believe that's how you say it. Proficient in this. Now, I also understand that a lot of credibility comes with taking action. Um, and I also understand that a lot of the things I say I could apply for myself. But just because I encourage people to just pull out what's effective and what's good for you. Uh, because the truth is the truth. Good content is good content. We don't always have to look for somebody else's life 
make a difference. But I also feel that we shouldn't hold ourselves back because we don't see the examples we need. If we know it's right for ourselves and we know we have to do it, let's take action as much as we can. Remember, we are one.